We spoke about it a lot last week. Healthcare open enrollment is officially open as of the first of this month. It'll remain open through December 15th for those looking to get coverage that starts on January 1st. Now, the option for coverage is pretty easy and tempting to go roll over. If you like what you currently have, it's easy to go, okay, I can just go from the same plan this year to the same plan next year. But CBS business analyst Jill Schlesinger has some pretty good reasons why you maybe should not default to that option. Jill, I'll let you take it away. Well, you know, things change year to year. Maybe your own life, right? It could be that you got married, you have kids, maybe you have a new medication. But most importantly, what you need to know is plans themselves change quite dramatically from year to year. You might find that you're in one plan and all of a sudden they stop covering a drug that you actually take. Or you might find that a doctor that you really love has come out of your network. So it is important for you to start the process by just creating your list of doctors and prescriptions and just check out whether they're still covered under your current plan. And if they're not, you may want to start looking at the alternative plans. And those include sort of three big options. You have the health maintenance organization, which is, you know, basically care from doctors who are in a specific network. Then there's a preferred provider organization. And this is a a more expansive that there's a network. But if you go out of the network, then you may have to pay some, but you can do it. And then there are these high deductible health plans, which are fantastic. I think these are very interesting opportunities. You do have a high deductible, but you have a um, then as a result, they gov- the plans allow you to have lower premiums. So it's low premiums, high deductibles. To save for those higher deductibles, the government offers a health savings account, and that's uh, amazing because you can save, put the money in pre-tax. It grows without taxation. You take it out for your costs for healthcare, and there is no tax due. So triple tax advantage, and you can take it with you when you leave a job and carry it with you throughout your life. Uh-huh. So there's an option to consider if you're thinking of maybe making a bit of a change here or there. Of course, there's no one-size-fits-all solution, clearly. That's why there's so many options out there in the healthcare world. And among some of the uh, optional options, if you will, I've had so many family members come up to me and say, Diana, how have you not started an HSA? You need an HSA in your life. What, what the heck is an HSA and why should people look into that? So an HSA is only available just so you can just poke them back in the face and say, hey, 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 I know the rule on this. You have to, you cannot use an HSA unless you are choosing a high deductible health plan. That's really critical. And the plans are really important because, again, they're not for everybody. If you know you're having a, a big surgery this year and you're just starting out in your work life, maybe you blew out your knee or something, you don't want to do this because there's going to be a lot of cost for this. So high deductible health plans are really good if you're young and healthy. They also can be used for the older people who are looking to save for the future. And those health savings accounts allow you, again, this is triple tax advantage. That's why people love them so much because there's a real tax benefit. But again, you cannot open up an HSA unless you have chosen the high deductible health plan through your employer. HDHP for those of you looking at your papers going, where the heck is this? Now, for folks who are on the Affordable Care Act, any sort of plans on that end or on Medicare, the period's already kind of been open for them and those deadlines look a little bit different, right? Uh, Yes. Well, the Affordable Care Act, I have to say the quiet unsung hero of health plans because there are now 15 million people using the Affordable Care Act. So it's really kind of a cool thing. A lot of younger people who come off their parents' plans after age 26 are looking at the Affordable Care Act. It's very good. It's great if you have a 
gap in coverage between jobs. It may be great if you're kind of saying, I I really don't want to stay in this job until I'm 65 to qualify for Medicare. So you can use the Affordable Care Act. Now, it does run. So again, this is a funny thing because Affordable Care Act runs through the middle of January in terms of open enrollment. But if you want your coverage to start on January 1st, you generally have to enroll by December 15th. Four different plans. They all cost that will depend on the plan you choose, the state of your residence. One cool thing about the Affordable Care Act is that you might qualify for help from the government in the form of tax credits or the ability, and or I should say, the ability to minimize out-of-pocket expenses. So if you go to healthcare.gov, you enter your income, you start the process. If your income is within the range, and the range actually has been expanded some, you might be prompted to receive either type of assistance. With Medicare, we have the enrollment period. It's open till December 7th. Same deal. Make sure you understand what drugs are covered, if your doctors are the same. And Medicare.gov actually allows, uh, has a nice tool to help you compare plans and select what's right for you. Fabulous. And we'll have a little bit more on these due dates and all that, because that, that's a lot of dates to kind of look at. We'll have all this uh, underneath this interview posted on our website at KGMI.com. CBS business analyst Jill Schlesinger joining us with the lowdown on open enrollment. Jill, thank you so much. Thanks for having me.